Hey, my name is Amanda Matthews, and I am obsessed with all things women's health, motherhood, periods, and helping you to navigate this roller coaster of a thing called infertility. I'm a new mama of two who has spent over 10 years in the world of birth, midwives, and healing women. I bring you the tried and true secrets of what works to heal and move forward as the divine mama that you are meant to be. Whatever you're dealing with, miscarriage, mystery, infertility, PCOS, or if you're only just entering the world of TTC, all things are discussed here. Pull up a chair, get yourself some tea, and let's get some clarity on where you are and what your most powerful next move is. This is the Boon Baby Podcast. If you are looking into fertility, you really want your eggs as healthy as can be. So if you follow me on Instagram or if you are comfortable emailing me or going to my website, I'm able to kind of help you with this more specifically. But today I want to go over just a general like way that we can improve our egg quality, what is going on with our egg quality and what that even really means and why it's a thing. So again, you can DM me if you go to Boon Fertility on Instagram or boonfertility.com and get a hold of me there. So a few things that we want to tackle is, first of all, just talking about why the health of our eggs decline, what that means, bad egg, and I'm doing air quotes, but you can't see me. So bad egg, (laughs) like in Willy Wonka, right? It just means that the quality of our eggs have declined and means that they may not reach maturity. And the problem with your eggs not reaching maturity is that they won't be mature enough to be fertilized and create a baby. So when we start ovulating, when we're around 13 to 16 years old, whenever you start your cycle, we start using up the good eggs first. Our body uses up all the good eggs even before we're ready to start thinking of having babies. And that is sad, but that is true. So by the time we hit 30, it is said that we are running at like 50% less quality with our eggs, which is ridiculous because 30 is young. I am 30 and I feel better than I've ever felt. So I'm not afraid of old eggs. Again, air quotes that you can't see. Um, This is why though it's said that the older you get, the worse your egg quality is. The other thing is that our estrogen levels and FSH levels And testosterone levels kind of just naturally decline the older we get to. And we'll get into that in a minute. I want to just put in a little plug here and say that all the things that I'm going to talk about today can also negatively affect sperm. So get your husband involved and maybe make him listen to this on the way to work so that he can understand his role in making a baby. It's really, really important for his sperm quality to be good as well as your egg quality to be good. So how do I know if my egg quality is bad? Well, if you are working on fertility, probably the number one place to start is just start working on your egg quality. I mean, we really need a good egg that's strong enough to make it through ovulation and that's going to make it through implantation. But the other thing is with this podcast, all of these tips and tricks I'm going to give you are going to help you past ovulation as well. So this is just a really good place to start. There's not honestly a test that can go in and check your egg quality. They don't, I believe, as far as I understand, have an ultrasound or anything that does that. So any work that you're doing towards your egg quality 
is really kind of a test of faith. So you want to work on the consistency there. And you want to just keep going even though you can't tell exactly what's going on. Uh, one way that people can tell if they're having low egg quality or or bad eggs is by testing their estrogen levels or FSH levels. And they're not perfect tests because hormones are often changing. And I'll tell you why again in a minute here. The idea is that if the quality of egg is lower, you need more FSH to push the egg along to maturation faster. So FSH is that hormone that your pineal gland and pituitary, oh my goodness, I honestly don't remember right now. I believe your pituitary makes it, but I could be lying to you. So your pituitary or your pineal, um, and I'm sorry, I just can't remember right now. It's one of those things like I've been doing it all day, so now my brain isn't registering it anymore. Have you ever done that? Where you like you have a job where you're like putting in numbers all the day and then pretty soon you can't even count to ten. That's a little bit where I'm at right now. Anyways, your limbic system makes this FSH, uh, this FS hormone, and that is what tells your body to ovulate and to drop an egg and to push the egg along its journey from the ovary to the uterus. So the idea is that getting more estrogen um, is going to boost that process and that if your egg isn't strong enough to make it on that journey over the amount of days that it would normally take, um, then we need to do it faster. Again, this is not always accurate because um, I've worked with people who have really crappy estrogen levels that get pregnant and people who have really good estrogen levels that don't. So it's just not always accurate because again, and that's why they have to do hormone testing so frequently is because our hormones are changing all the time. So five areas that can negatively impact your egg quality. Like why is my egg quality so bad? What did I do wrong? Um, I'm going to tell you right now, it's, it's generally not anything that you specifically did wrong. It's just that our reproductive system is kind of like a mirror to our outside world, our environment, and what's going on around us. So as we grow older, our testosterone naturally kind of decreases, as well as the DHEA, which is a hormone that comes from the adrenal glands. Um, so maturation will not be stimulated as well because these are the hormones that are, are stimulating the egg to mature. And as we age, these levels decrease. And so what we can do about that is take a lot of antioxidants. But I will say that, and this is kind of just, I'm just going to roll this all together. So oxidative stress, poor circulation, these things can cause the stress on our body that, oh, inflammation. These are the things that are causing our testosterone levels to lower and our DHEA levels to lower. Honestly, our levels are dropping so much faster than they ever have, probably ever. I mean, for me, I'm seeing more and more women at the age of 30 with like zero estrogen and zero testosterone. I mean, just like bottoming out. So it's really an environmental thing. The mitochondria in the cells that help produce energy they're basically like the little heartbeat of these little cells that keep the egg healthy and robust. And if they aren't functioning properly, then there's low quality in the egg. So I really recommend heliotherapy for this, which is basically a fancy way of saying free hormone therapy from sitting in the sun. 
And the sun stimulates that limbic system so that we can get those hormones actually triggered into flowing. The sun also is amazing for removing toxins from the body, improving circulation, and releasing some of that inflammation. So I have gone into depth with heliotherapy, just studying it and kind of putting it into an email that I have sent some of you. If you haven't received that and you want to, then again, you can sign up for my newsletter at my website at boonfertility.com or you can DM me on Instagram. So moving on to oxidative stress, this is not normal stress that we have from like going to work and having a lot of deadlines and children and stress and car troubles. This is the stress that is in your body. It's essentially what happens when we are overburdened with toxins and chemicals. So those endocrine disruptors that I was talking about a few podcasts ago, basically the toxins in the body. And what happens is your fat cells can cover up these toxins and just hold them in the body and that can cause inflammation. And so the oxidative stress is telling your body that the hormones, it's confusing the hormones because it is blocking the hormone highway. And so what happens is that these hormones aren't making it to where they need to be in your endocrine system. If you're someone who has a lot of extra weight around your middle, you really want to look into um, detoxing, getting some of the toxins out of your life and out of your diet. So the other way that we can release toxins from our body is from breathing. So I've been really into breathing lately because I've just recently finished a few different books by James Nestor. He is a whiz about breath and he has a book that's just titled Breathe. If you read it, you will learn how to actually breathe through your nose and understand that the different organs in our bodies are connected to our nasal passages in our nose. So like the left nostril, I believe it is, is directly connected to the reproductive system. And he also goes over how we need to release a lot of carbon dioxide from releasing our air. A lot of us are just taking in a lot of air, but not actually releasing it. And that releasing breath is going to release a lot of toxins from the body. This is a fun fact. Um, According to this book, if you are someone who's trying to lose weight, breathing is a huge advantage to you. So if you lose 10 pounds, two of those pounds come from sweating and from the waist in your stool. And the other eight pounds comes off through your breath, through the lungs. That is how powerful breathing is. So if you're able to get that breathing in or get that book or follow him on Instagram, again, it's James Nestor. Start breathing a little more. Start breathing through your nose. (laughs) I promise you won't regret it. So basically, these eggs have no nutrients, no oxygen, and no blood flow because they have poor circulation. There's poor circulation to the ovaries and not enough oxygen going to the ovaries. And we're not giving our ovaries what we need, right? So how, how do we end up in this place? Well, from the food we eat, from the air we're breathing, the fact that none of us are actually stopping to breathe through our noses, um, the stress that we're going through at work, the stress of fertility, <laughs> unfortunately and ironically, uh, the stress of our relationships, the stress of our money, the stress of keeping up with the Kardashians, you know, it's just a stressful time on the planet. So what we can do to improve our egg quality. 
Well, you really, really, really want to look at an adrenal diet. So I do believe I have a podcast on that. It's probably one of my earlier ones. But the adrenals will not function properly if you are not feeding them, if you're not feeding your body enough. If you're not getting enough nutrients in, you will not be making that DHEA hormone. And if you are also not getting enough food and freak more enough food frequently enough throughout the day, your blood sugar is going to go up and down like a roller coaster, and that is incredibly bad for egg quality. So balancing the diet in a way that you're getting enough food frequently throughout the day and keeping your blood glucose levels balanced is a huge advantage. I want to talk about inflammation because the next step is low inflammatory foods, but I just want to tell you why. So inflammation is going to block those hormones from doing their job that they need to do. So our hormones are actually not the problem here. They are just the messengers. And if they're trying to go to work and there's something blocking the door and they can't get to work, then they're not going to be able to do their job. So if you're someone who's having hormone issues, it's a really good idea to dial back and look into inflammation. Inflammation is super common. Again, it comes from like just life in general. The root cause of inflammation though is Epstein-Barr virus. And when we trigger this virus with alcohol, cigarettes, sugar, dairy, or caffeine, or when our immune system is just really, really low, we're going to have a lot of inflammation. And inflammation in the uterus is going to lead to miscarriage because the egg cannot properly implant onto an inflamed uterus. So inflammation is huge. So we want to do low inflammatory foods, tons of veggies, lots of fruit. Um, Garlic is a good one. Licorice root is a good one. Peppermint, lemon balm, curcumin, turmeric, ginger. Ginger is huge. I love ginger for inflammation. Lemon water. So we really want to get in and just get some of that inflammation moving out. And then the breathing, like I was saying, a lot of that good breathing, looking into that and doing some of that. Nutrition is a big deal. Absolutely. There's just really no supplement that's going to like get in there and be able to combat nutrition. So if you're not willing to work on nutrition or your hubby's not willing to work on nutrition, um, that's a conversation that you'll have to have and you'll have to decide and it's a big shift. And I recommend that you really go for progress over perfection. So instead of panicking about eating so perfectly or getting on a certain fad diet, really just looking at saying, okay, dairy causes inflammation and sugar causes inflammation. So we're going to stay away from that for the next three months and add in all of these anti-inflammatory foods, like eating more fresh salsa and golden milk and things that have turmeric, a lot of Indian food, whatever that is, whatever that looks like for you and garlic water. And just adding that into your life and seeing a big difference. Garlic is also insanely amazing for sperm health. Side note. The last thing is the, the circulation and the blood flow to the ovaries, right? So we want to start with a workout. It doesn't have to be high intensity and it doesn't have to be perfect. Again, we just want to regulate that inflammation. We want that immune system to build. We want the endocrine system to be happy. And when you're working on your workouts and you're getting that circulation into your reproductive system, it's going to help with your pleasure centers while making love. It's going to help 
with your libido. It's going to help with your sleep cycles. It's going to help with ovulation and cramping and PMS symptoms. So it's all around just a win, 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 win. So walking three to four times a week, just 30 minutes a day, or having one of those like bike. I have like a cycle bike that goes nowhere. And I do that a couple minutes a day. Like if you want to turn on your favorite show and watch it or your podcast or your whatever you want to do, listen to while you cycle, you don't have to be crazy. You don't have to hit all these crazy goals and go all these miles. You really just need that circulation into the reproductive system. And again, breathing, breathing is huge. So the very last thing we'll talk about is supplementing intentionally. And it's important because I don't want you wasting your time and money on supplements that aren't tailored to you. So if you see something on the internet, uh, bring it to your medical provider and make sure that they say that it's right for you and that it's compatible to you. And you want to find somebody who understands the body as a whole and understands the way that supplements work together, work separately, and work specifically for you. Now, I have not treated you. Um, If I have, then hello. (laughs) If I haven't, then I do not feel comfortable giving you supplemental advice over a podcast. But I'm going to go over a little blanket, like a little blanket list of supplements that can help improve egg quality that you can take to your healthcare provider. Um, If that's not me, that's fine. But I just definitely want you to be safe. So a couple supplements that are amazing for building your egg quality. Number one is a zinc supplement and make sure that it is um, not animal-based, that it's plant-based. A zinc supplement is crazy amazing for sperm building as well. Inositol for those adrenals, B12, nettle, nettle leaf, tea, magnesium, and of course fruits and veggies and I really do mean a lot of fruits and veggies and heavy on the fruit. So wild blueberries, Wyman's wild blueberries, they're in the freezer frozen food section at most grocery stores. Those are insane. And you can do about a cup a day and those are safe. They're amazing. I highly recommend them. Cannot recommend them enough. So if you are looking to dive deeper with me and learn more about your egg quality in your body, visit my website or You can find me on Instagram and DM me for a free strategy call to really revitalize your fertility strategy. So my intention is to pull apart your fertility plan and get into what's not working and what is working so that we can get you closer to your goal and you don't have to have any more guessing and no more Dr. Google. And that way we can save you time and again, save you money and getting you where you need to go. As always... Keep planning to conceive. You're amazing. And use these tools to build your egg quality. Again, remember, there's not really a test you can take to see if your egg quality is improving. So use that consistency. Have faith in your body. And I will talk to you really soon. You've just finished another episode of the Boone Baby Podcast. I'm hoping you are leaving here with more clarity and confidence in the direction that you are going. If you want more, head on over to my website at boonfertility.com to join my mailing list. And if you're looking for your own community of divine, like-minded women, go to my website and click on the Facebook link to join my exclusive Facebook group to continue the conversation all about 
TTC.